Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. In this week's episode, we listen to Jesus' call to look at our hearts. We'll spend some time on the question, do the words we speak line up with the sincerity of our hearts? And how do we live with sincerity and authenticity? In this week's Jesus story, Jesus is confronted by the religious leaders of the day on some differences in practices. The religious leaders want Jesus' followers to practice the way that they practice. And so a disagreement about hand-washing opens the door for Jesus to get to the literal heart of things. The priests want to know why the external practices of Jesus' students differ from theirs. Why no washing of the food from the market? Why no washing in copper pots? Why no ceremonial washing of hands? But Jesus asks them, what is going on in their hearts? Jesus shifts their attention from external practices to inquire what is the motivation and the intention of these practices. Jesus asks the people to not take a step back to see the external things more, but to look closer to home. Jesus calls the people to look to their hearts and to see, honestly and openly, what is at the heart of what they do and why they do it. Jesus is asking the people to pause, to listen, to stop and consider what is going on inside of them. Jesus is inviting the people, I think the religious leaders, his students, and yes, even us, to consider a spiritual practice of contemplation a stopping of doing and sitting with ourselves to ponder the intention and state of our hearts. When I was a small child, my mother always encouraged me in creative things. 
and she bought me a guitar from the Sears Wishbook. Before Christmas each year, my siblings and I were invited to take a turn with the Sears Christmas Wishbook and pour over the pages to choose our top three wishes for Christmas gifts. I was so little, I don't have a strong memory of telling my mom I wanted a guitar. But then again, maybe I didn't have to. You see, music held a permanent space in my childhood home. There was music via the radio in the kitchen, music from the large oversized wooden stereo in the living room, musical played on the television, music was played and sung in the car, music was sung and listened to at church, music was everywhere. Music in some ways probably was my first language. I heard it in the voice of my mom, as well as the radio, the stereo, the TV, and a church. Music was everywhere, including my heart. Once upon a time, there was a musical group that came to sing at my church, a choir of traveling singing nurses, and it blew my mind. It was the first time that I saw a group of women leading worship. And it was the first time I heard that many female voices making music. At the end of the concert, I ran up to my mom at the meet and greet, and I pleaded for her to buy a vinyl record of their music for our stereo at home. And yes, my mother, the curator of creativity and music in our home, bought that record. So yes, that record did come home with us. And my mom would teach me how to set up the needle on the record and to turn up the volume on that stereo. The arrival of the Singing Nurses record happened just about the same time that I received my Sears guitar for Christmas. My access to the stereo, the record, and the guitar started a new spiritual practice for me. I would ceremoniously carry the guitar to the living room, set a pillow on the floor in front of the stereo, set up the album of the singing nurses, and I would sit in front of the stereo in that living room with those singing nurses and with my Sears guitar. I would clumsily strum along and sing out loud with my whole heart. Was the music I was making beautiful? Was it in tune? I doubt it. It would be years later that I'd learn how to properly tune a guitar but it was a sincere prayer coming from my heart. So as the record would end, I'd stay on that cushion and I would strum and sing, and I would speak whatever prayers to God what came to mind. I'd say, God, help me get to school and back on the bus safely. Watch over my brother and my sister. Did my dog have fun today? Thank you, God, for my parents. Thank you, God, for the chicken noodle soup. I had for lunch. Thank you for singing nurses. Thank you for my Sears guitar. And always, thank you, God, for music. I would always give thanks for music. It may sound surprising to say that a record of singing nurses helped me to connect with prayer as a space that comes from the heart. That record helped to establish a space to establish trust in the presence of God, that even in the mistuned strumming of my guitar, I knew that God was with me, that taking time to sit there on that pillow in that living room, to contemplate, to be still, this was a gift 
that should not be taken for granted. At a very young age, I had an experience with music that led me to a practice of contemplative prayer, to worship from the heart. This was and is a holy shenanigans connection that sticks with me till today. When I hear Jesus' teaching about looking to the heart of things, I travel back in time to that living room with that record of singing nurses, with my Sears guitar, and my heart that wants to pause, to be with and to sing to the creator of all things, even when I'm a little sharp or a little flat. Today, I still pick up my guitar to pause, to spend some time in contemplation, to sing, and yes, to pray, but probably not as much or as often as would be best for the state of my heart. A week ago, I took a trip to a music shop. I looked at some guitars, and I brought one home to make some space for some more heart singing. There's more to come on this. But more than anything, I know that heart singing is prayer, and that while that practice and that prayer isn't perfect, it is what is needed for my heart, and that God is there with me. In a world where doing is the order of every day, and that the bigger, better, more can be a real temptation to live into, probably in hopes that we will be loved or accepted, What do you think of Jesus' request to pause and to listen to your heart? In the traditions of worship in the church, it can be tempting to shift our space of prayer into one of pure performance. We get caught up on what we do and how we've done it, so that instead of drawing our hearts close to God, it can turn into a hand-washing contest. This approach of perfection and performance can be a distraction away from contemplation and prayer. It can be a distraction from the heart and a focus on just the visible things that can be seen. But Jesus asks his followers to avoid distractions, like the ceremonial washing of many, many cups, and to focus on the inspection and the washing of the heart. How can our spiritual practices and rituals be ones that make space to ponder the intention and the state of our hearts? How can prayer and contemplation draw us closer to the God that calls us beloved? This week, I had the wonderful opportunity to meet Simon DeVoyle by way of the work of Abbey of the Arts e-newsletter. Simon is a Scottish sacred musician, interspiritual minister, and singer-songwriter now living in rural Vermont. For Simon, songs and reflections are their soul's way of making sense of the beauty, vulnerability, and endless richness of this human life. When Simon and I spoke, I shared my Sears guitar story. In Simon's face, I saw recognition and familiarity of a childhood experience that was sacred space. And then I learned a little bit about the album, Canticle, of creation. Simon offered to share a song from this album with us this week that is called Magnificat. And so I'm excited and grateful to share this sacred heart song with you today. Here's a little bit of the refrain in spoken word. The sacred heart, my beating heart, my soul is placed into this fire of love 
as it becomes God's will be done. Reach out to touch the world that is to come. Magnificat. 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 My soul shall praise and magnify you, Lord. Yes, I will come. Yes, I have come. I hear your voice is calling out my name into my life. You shall be born. Generations praise to hold with me the sacred heart, my beating heart. My soul is placed into this fire of love. Yes, it becomes God's will be done. Thoughts enclosed, slow, stale, and old. The rich cannot receive what they don't own. This emptiness, the spaciousness. All generations praise to hold with me. Sacred heart, my beating heart, my soul is placed into this fire of love. Yes, it becomes God's will be done. Praise to hold with me 
Simon DeVoyle for joining us this week for Holy Shenanigans. To listen to Simon's music, go to Simon DeVoyle, that's S-I-M-O-N-D-E-V-O-I-L dot com. You can also support Simon's music and ministry at his Patreon, patreon.com backslash Simon DeVoyle. Thank you for the blessing of joining us on the ongoing unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. Until next time, take time to honor your heart. Listen well. Sing in the voice you have. Sweet, sharp, and flat. May you find some space with your Sears guitar or some other musical instrument to contemplate the heart of things so that you may have some space for prayer and communion with the God that loves you. Thank you.